0: Welcome to Snape Chat, Voice of the Snape-dom, dedicated to spreading Snape love the world over. This is Snape-centric. Thanks for joining us. The topic of this episode is Snape lives, because of course he does. I'll be discussing this with Megs Danpuff and our special guest, author extraordinaire Evil Bean. After that, I sit down with Evil Bean to talk about her works, which include Moonstone and that awful Snape boy. Enjoy the show! This is Snipe Centric, and I'm here with Megs. Hello. Dan Puff. Hi there. And our special guest, Evo Bean. Hi, everyone. And today's topic is. Snape lives. Mm-hmm. Very it's exciting. Very near and dear to my heart. Same. So
1: yeah. None of us so. want Snape to die, obviously. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> because we love yeah. Him.
0: yeah. Yeah. And he does such interesting things afterwards, too. So
2: mm-hmm. for sure.
0: I'm not sure exactly when, maybe five years ago, there was a kind of a stir in the press of somebody on Reddit was saying that Snape didn't die. And their argument was is that he was not in the Forbidden Forest with Harry's parents and Remus and Sirius. Oh. mm -hmm. And also that there's no mention of a body.
1: Right. Mm. Yeah. Of what happened to him afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, you think about the epilogue, you know, for what it is. But Mm -hmm. Harry names Albus Severus after Severus as one of the bravest men he ever knew. How that wasn't brought to light or celebrated in the fact of him being a hero. We only hear about it the 19 years later. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. what happened between that time? Did Harry have some sort of memorial? I feel like he would have. Like, I feel like he would have been so moved in the moment to like do something for Snape too. So I would hope mm-hmm. among the wizarding world, it wouldn't be a secret if, you know, if it went that way. I agree, right. especially
2: but... having named his son after him. Yeah. sort of implies that it meant something to him and that mm-hmm. probably he did more than just that. No right.
0: Idea. Whether the man himself would have wanted Harry to tell everybody his secrets. It would have been important to Harry at least that his name be rehabilitated, so to say. Yeah,
1: I don't think Snape would ever expect it. I don't think he ever wanted he didn't want glory. Like, obviously that was not his intent. It never was Mm -hmm. his goal. But whether he was given it or not, that was kind of out of
0: his hands at that point. I think J.K.R. said that Snape's portrait was also not among those of the other headmasters. Rude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes. until Rude. harry saw it and <laughs> made sure it got changed
2: that hurts my heart a little bit but yeah it, it, it also does. like swarmed it that harry was like no that's wrong he needs to be there he belongs there right mm-hmm. like minerva's better than that
1: you know what i mean like she yeah like, like she would not yeah i don't i don't that's i'm mad yeah, I'm knowing sure that she now felt
0: horribly <laughs> guilty. like it's yeah. real salty <laughs> <laughs> Less Harry, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JKR was like, well, he abdicated his duty, and for that reason, it's like, mm. well, what does everybody die in the office? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe maybe so. Maybe that's yeah. how they, you know. Yeah, they found Dipper in his rooms, and then all of a sudden
1: they're like, okay, who's next? And Dumbledore's like, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any takers? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> But it's just yeah. thinking everything Severus did during that last year, like he doing everything he could to protect mm-hmm. everybody could while maintaining his role, like how impossible a task that was. And to be like, oh, well, he abdicated or, oh, he was a Death Eater. Like, no, he did everything he could to protect yeah. the and to protect the people in it. And you're just going to be like, nope, he doesn't get a portrait. And Dumbledore knows that. And Dumbledore's portrait is there.
1: Oh. You think he would be like, uh, you know, I don't know. He's, he's a problematic. Men, but I feel like he would make a de- a big deal about it. I would hope he would. If he didn't, or then he should have. Shame on you, Dumbledore.
3: <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> Yes, and, and I feel like Hogwarts would know, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's weird for me, because the, the castle would know what Severus was about. So for yeah. me, it, it is a little weird, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the the school has its own magic, so that is, exactly. yeah, that's very weird. Unless it was, like, in his will or something, that he didn't want to be put on the wall. Like, part of his, like, modesty sort of thing, but then eventually <laughs> Harry, you know, because he's bullheaded, so he's going to do whatever he wants and be like, forget it, you deserve to be me up there. And then maybe he... Is yeah. and then gets in an argument with Harry like what am I doing here I didn't want to be here do you want <laughs> no. do you want to be around all these old ass dudes like no you wouldn't Like,
3: <laughs> maybe he didn't want to deal with Dumbledore anymore you exactly. Know, after exactly. Yeah. exactly
1: he's like let me rest in peace <laughs> oh. anyway he lives yeah. so it doesn't matter <laughs>
0: Yeah, so (laughs) this is all academic. (laughs) Yep, all academic. So anyway, there's some other clues in the text. His first speech, where he bottles fame, grew glory, and even stoppered death. And if he can teach people how to do that, he should be able to take his own advice.
1: Yeah, for
2: sure. Especially if he
1: knows his death is imminent. Like, obviously he knew. Like, he Mm -hmm. knew that he was going to die. So for him to not be prepared for that. He had to have been um, prepared for any
2: possibility especially Mm -hmm. all he was in like not just a death eater but climbing right and being that close and being headmaster of hogwarts like and being the spy like of course he was at risk of course he was in danger and he's a potions master yeah (laughs) we talked in previous episodes like he created spells he fixed potions what can Mm he do and knowing the position he's in of course he's going to plan for it yeah Mm -hmm. he has a little box of all the potions like all the necessary
1: potions that he shrinks down and has with him at all times, obviously, Mm -hmm. be it for himself or for other people. I mean,
2: like, why wouldn't he do that? Why not? I even read a fanfic once where he would put like he brew potions and put them in little capsules and he would like embed them in his body so he could like have them go off without like anyone to the fact that he was ingesting potions so he would have like healing potions and like anything he might need on the job like he (laughs) would capsules inside of him so he could like that's the kind like he's so clever and intelligent like of course he could do things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially
1: because imagine you know he was tortured multiple times by Voldemort. You know that it's like regardless of how mm-hmm. good of a servant he was, I mean Voldemort just has fun with that. So I just I could totally see that some sort of pain relief thing for him to like pretend scream or something. Kind of like what was it the the witch who liked being burned so often because of oh, a yeah. tickle? You remember that? That would be Snape. <laughs> like you, know, like it would just be tickling. Him or-
2: <laughs> some sort of yeah. potion or spell that would just protect him from it and he could just fake it mm-hmm. until he makes exactly. It. The man's yeah. a spy, come on, yeah. <laughs> And he knows
1: real misery. I mean, he could dredge up some real emotionally uh, traumatic uh, not- stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Or cruciate is yawning behind his hand mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's all sorts of, of potions he could preload them, take mm-hmm. them before he allows Lucius the Judas goat to take him,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. either beforehand having them on hand to take after, like, something. Mm -hmm. He's probably over-prepared for any possibility. Right. Yeah. Uh, The
1: one thing that I was surprised by was the fact that he didn't pre-bottle the memories. You know, like, either A, he wanted to hold on to them until the very end.
0: You know what I mean? very good.
1: Yeah, because it was kind of, like, just happened to be like, okay, I'm dying, and now I need to get these to Harry. But it's almost like it was a comfort, Mm -hmm. even though they were some, most were terrible memories that he Mm -hmm. removed reminded himself why he was doing what he was doing so I always thought that was interesting that he didn't have it prepared ahead of time
2: well see the Mm -hmm. thing is is that he didn't actually die so he wanted to fake it So he had to do this whole dramatic thing yeah oh he's He's drama
1: he's 100% drama
2: (laughs) so he did it for the drama like oh no I'm dying quick take these memories it was Mm -hmm. because he didn't die so yeah plan the whole thing for the drama exactly yeah
0: who thinks that the way they portrayed it in the movie was a little bit low tech. I, I thought know. they could have made it. I mean, here's a little tear. Oh, pick it up. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, they could have yeah. taken some CGI and made it look like memories, mm-hmm. you know, that it's he was definitely crying memories, whatever.
3: It's definitely more dramatic in the book.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes.
3: Yeah.
0: It is. Okay. Well, of course, we know he's the potions master. So he's got lots of skills. Mm-hmm. And he possibly even brewed Arthur Weasley's antidote though when he yeah. got bitten by Nagini.
1: I can so, see that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I never thought about that, but that absolutely, if anyone, if he like couldn't, if the healers at St. Mungo's couldn't get it figured out, that they went to try and do muggle stitches, like who else <laughs> to try and figure it out than Severus? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that makes the most and sense. He's
2: been correcting potions since he was a student. Like, of course. Exactly.
3: And you know, for a lot of antidotes, you need the venom for the snake too. So who else yeah. than Snape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> could have right. done that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he could have His got a access. hold of Venom.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if it Was somebody like to read that passage, or I shall go ahead and do it. And Voldemort swiped the air with the Elder Wand. It did nothing to Snape, who for a split second seemed to think that he had been reprieved. But then Voldemort's intention became clear. The snake's cage was rolling through the air. Before Snape could do anything more than yell, it encased him, head and shoulders. And Voldemort spoke in parcel tongue. Kill. There was a terrible scream. Harry saw Snape's face losing the little color it had left. It whitened as his black eyes widened, as the Snape's fangs pierced his neck, as he failed to push the enchanted cage off him, as his knees gave way and he fell to the floor. I regret it, said Voldemort coldly. He turned away. There was no sadness in him, no remorse. It was time to leave the shack and take charge with a wand that would now do his full bidding. He pointed it at the starry Cage, holding the snake, which drifted upward off state, fell sideways onto the floor, Blood gushing from the wounds in his neck. Voldemort swept from the room without a backward glance, and the great serpent floated after him in its huge protective sphere.
1: I always wondered why Voldemort didn't use the Killing Curse. The only thing I I could figure was that he was saving it for Harry and was like hesitant because the last time he well, no, because he killed like Charity Burbage, right? So I don't know. I I was Mm -hmm. could only imagine him being anxious because of what happened with Harry when he was a baby.
3: I think he was afraid that the you know the wand wouldn't work on its master. You know, for me, that's a reason why he didn't use his wand directly on Severus. Yeah. Oh, Oh, that's a good yeah.
1: Yeah, because. In the past, when, what is it, the like, Tale of the Three Brothers, the one had, like, his throat was slit, you know, and stolen, or, or even just, exactly. yeah, and, and Voldemort doesn't know that you just have to take it from the master, which he didn't do, mm-hmm. and obviously the whole Snape to Draco, yeah, blah, blah,
3: so, yes. yeah. I mean, and, <laughs> and, you know, it is Voldemort is thinking that you need to kill someone to, to advance, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that makes sense, okay, yeah, absolutely. But then it wouldn't be drama, <laughs> He's a <laughs> drama. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Snape is extra. Yeah, and maybe something Mm -hmm. poetic about okay, we're gonna inject the Potions Master with venom. Surely he's not prepared for this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't carry
0: around
1: (laughs) anti venom because he's surrounded by a poisonous snake almost every day.
3: (laughs) Exactly. It
0: takes him longer to die, and therefore he has time to get the memories to Harry, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: which with an AK, he wouldn't
1: yes right exactly yeah he would be gone like that would be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's also surprising to think that one neck wound (laughs) was enough to kill him in technically a short amount of time when arthur weasley was literally bit all over his body Mm -hmm. you know and then they had to send someone to go retrieve him and then take him to the hospital so obviously he did not die that makes no (laughs) sense
0: I'm sorry, I'm a terrible reader, but it refers to blood gushing from his wound, which could mean I mean, was that flowing or was it arterial spray like sweet? I mean, it could
1: have been his main you know, main artery, which makes a difference like if that didn't happen to Arthur, you know, that would be one thing, but like obviously the snake would Mm -hmm. know I'm going for a killing blow versus just like torturing or attacking for the sake of probably striking fear into the order, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say, like showing like, hey yeah. You're, you know, we know you're here and we can do something about it. Mm-hmm. No one's safe.
0: It tells you what a weirdo I am, but I've, I've spent a lot of time thinking, are those fangs large enough to actually damage the artery?
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. If you look at size of fangs on a, like a rattlesnake and uh bigger, right. but I it's don't a, know.
1: It's a giant snake, so. <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> snake, so it's
0: got giant fangs. Yeah, practically
1: yeah. like stabbing with a knife, so absolutely. But yeah, tiny snake. I mean, yeah, no, definitely. I don't think there would be gushing, it would definitely be death by venom Mm -hmm.
0: situation. Yeah, yeah. The closer I read it recently, yes, that it did look like it was only one bite.
1: Yeah, suck it out, Harry. Get it, suck it out. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, (laughs) use your boy scout's knowledge.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, they say that you should allow wounds to bleed really to get the germs out.
1: Well, yeah, and get the the venom out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I do have this thing on the outline that says blood looks like more than it is um actually that's in a professional opinion because I worked in a lab for 20 years Mm -hmm. I saw somebody drop a pint of blood and it covered the floor really quickly and that's that's only about a
1: half pint how much at most do people usually donate do we know like as far
0: as like are able to give up that would be a full pint and then it's separated into different parts so yeah that's why I mean even just half that amount of of red cells right are, I mean they just spread all over so it's mm-hmm. it looks horrible it looks yeah I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I mean, I'm sure it does <laughs> I, I'm sure it's I think it's a, a natural thing for people when they see blood outside the body it's shocking and definitely in real life watching movies is a whole different thing but mm-hmm. yeah
2: and I think he would know that and if he was say trying to fake his death that might be something he would keep in mind or oh they're mm-hmm. gonna see all this blood and they're going <laughs> to think I'm a lost mm-hmm. cause, if that yeah. was the goal, or maybe just not even him thinking that maybe they're mm-hmm. younger, they might not know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
1: yeah, it. Yeah, you have the a
2: draft point. of living
1: death, you know what I mean? Like, there's obviously mm-hmm. ways to completely convincingly fake
2: a death, so yeah. Uh-huh. But then I've seen well, works where they talk about, oh, I've got blood replenishing potion on me, so even if it was a right, blood loss, like that's something a potion could fix that he could exactly have on him hand or maybe even say Hermione could have that on hand mm-hmm.
0: okay you know he says look at me and then the green eyes found the black but after a second something in the depths of the dark pair seemed to vanish leaving them fixed blank and empty the hand holding Harry thudded it to the floor and Snape moved no more he could just have lost consciousness and they're leaving this dying man and just running off. I, mm-hmm. I'm i really fucking pissed off at him, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I feel like with Harry, he, he acted too cool for the situation. Like, I feel like he would have gone into mm-hmm. some sort of hysterics, you know, around it that maybe that's just me, but mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. Or send a Patronus to somebody to come to the Shrieking to- Shack immediately or something like mm-hmm.
2: that. I don't know. Yeah, that's because,
0: just- I mean, that's, that's what people do
2: yeah yeah
0: they regardless of how you who, feel mm-hmm. yeah
2: which to be fair they were still in the middle of a battle so if you just you think someone's True. dead and you're like I have to go kill Voldemort oh right. no like yep more like, people are dying yeah. out there yeah exactly <laughs> like if you're distracted and panicking and not thinking mm-hmm. about it you're like okay well he's dead and I really have to go mm-hmm. you see like I mean I do understand how it might be like well they just left him there but also their kids they have more Responsibilities mm-hmm. than children should even have. So, like I understand, right. even though yeah. I'm like, you could have done something, right? That's what well, you don't have to, have to, to like it. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and they like to think, well, Hermione instead of getting kissed in the Chamber of Secrets, you know, stayed mm-hmm. behind, or or that Lucius went back, I can see. or that Snape had a house elf who is invisible
1: mm-hmm. to
0: be there after the whole thing, and once everybody's gone, takes care of them. I don't know. There's Many possibilities. There are so many
2: possibilities. That's right. And that's why he's alive, even if no one else knows it. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: <laughs> and he's on a desert island, drinking a pina colada, living his best life, forgetting mm-hmm. everything about the war. <laughs> that's
0: sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Another thing I have to ask is do you think Snape wanted to live? That is an interesting question.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He was probably so damn tired by then. Yeah. I yeah. can
2: see it both ways. Like, I've come this far. Like, I think he deserves. To live, but did he want to? I don't mm-hmm. know. He had such a shit life. Where, yeah, right. It's a final, like, finding
1: peace after everything. Like, regardless of, mm-hmm. there's nothing or something waiting for
2: him. Yeah, he's so close to being done with it. I can just see him surviving because someone else interfered and then being pissed about it. Like, oh, I was yes. close <laughs> to being done with everything, and you brought me back. <laughs> right.
0: After. Yes, I've I've read fix to that effect
3: yes and you know the thing is maybe if harry didn't show that maybe mm-hmm. he would have done something to live because is what he needed to do wasn't done yet but as soon as harry is there and he, he can pass around his memories i mean it's mm-hmm. done then so mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe for him at that moment it was just the end mm-hmm. he did what mm-hmm. he had to do
0: so oh did he make final arrangements did he have his books all packed up and I don't know I've read a couple of fics where either Hermione or Minerva go and pack up his books and everything all his effects mm-hmm. which are both very affecting
2: mm-hmm. makes me really sad to think about
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, but like you think of, I, I don't know it just depends on how long Wormtail would have been with him at Venner's end because like he would have been there before the school year per se mm-hmm. and then he be at the school so it would have been easy for him to completely pack up his life and either have it mm. shrunk down or everything in a single trunk that then he was ready to like leave with if that makes sense i could definitely see that
3: mm-hmm. i mean the question mm-hmm. for me is did he care about it yeah. because if he did obviously he had to be aware that there was there, there were you know a really high risk to, to die in this war but mm-hmm. if he didn't care mm-hmm. then <laughs> you know right that's so sad to think about you are right mm-hmm. <laughs> it oh. is
1: yeah <laughs> For some for you know, a lot of people it can eventually come down to things are things. People Mm and relationships are more important. So yeah,
0: yeah. Right. So yeah, if he had his entire book collection in a say what did they call those a leather briefcase sort of thing, but it's one of those that opens at the top.
1: Yeah, okay. I I I I don't know what they're called. (laughs) Yeah. Nathan told me because I was writing something. He's like the one like Mary Poppins, a carpet bag is normally what it would be. Oh yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Did he take a carpet bag full of books. Yeah. Have them just ready to go. Are ready for whoever to dispose of his estate. Mm-hmm.
1: I could also have seen him leaving everything to Harry. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Harry's dealing with the will of Dumbledore. Like, I could only imagine him dealing with the will of Severus Snape. Like, how mm-hmm. emotional and intense that could be. <sighs> Possibly holding on to some artifacts or memories regarding his mother or things like that could be really, really mm-hmm.
3: intense. Yeah. Yeah. I think he he thought Harry had to die, you know? So I'm not right. sure he would have given anything to, to Harry yeah. in that setting. Yeah. But in the, the idea is, is nice anyway. Mm-hmm. I have
0: our list of potions, anti-venin, anticoagulant, which are both muggle potions, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. blood replenisher, and Dittany. And they had some Dittany in their bag. I mean, yeah. maybe even just not knowing if it would work or not. Mm-hmm. What were you kids thinking?
1: <laughs> they were. <laughs> (laughs) they (laughs) weren't it was traumatic it was just I think like we said earlier war was happening there was no rational thinking involved it was just reacting Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yes
3: (laughs) it's just Mm -hmm. reactions and you know to be fair they they were thinking that he was still working for Voldemort at this point (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah no that's also (laughs) true yeah absolutely yeah Harry's point of view would be
0: very different a port key I've seen that
2: yeah Mm -hmm. An on demand to someone Mm -hmm. yeah you know what I've also seen is one of like someone does stay behind or someone does help and then once mm-hmm. he's like they've given him potions so once he's clearer headed he like, obliviates them and then leaves because ah, the uh-huh. idea of uh. taking his death <laughs> and not wanting anyone to know he survived. Right. So, right. Another option is if they were obliviated and they didn't know or remember that they had helped.
3: I can totally see yeah. that you know
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that really helps him get his make his getaway. Also Fox's tears. Yes. He was showing true loyalty to Dumbledore or something like that that maybe Fox would have come out of hiding and helped him Mm. out there
2: I really like that idea I've seen it before and it always makes me really happy because I'm like yes he deserves Mm -hmm. that he yes, he deserves that recognition where Fox would be like yes I'm gonna go save him because he deserves it because he's loyal because he's done all Mm -hmm. of this so Mm -hmm. that gets me pumped up just like yes recognize (laughs) my man go save him yes (laughs) I'm very into that but I really love Snape so I read all the fanfics where He's still alive. So I've seen mm-hmm. it all mm-hmm. the different ways. <laughs> he does not get to stay dead in anything that I read. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the, no, the best thing about better. fan fiction is everyone's interpretation and ability to make things happen differently and make it believable. Like you read it and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not for the sake of just, oh, Snape's gonna live. But all of those little things that we've been talking about that get written in. Mm-hmm. And the whole time you're like, uh, like, duh, that absolutely could have happened. And it's really cool.
2: I don't even try to explain it when I'm writing. I'm just like, we just are all in agreement that he survived somehow. <laughs> we don't even remember like, the thought that he came even close to death. Like, we don't talk about it. I'm I the same.
3: Know. I'm <laughs> the same, to be honest. I just want him, you know, alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And that's all, yeah.
2: I've been in denial since the seventh book, so it's fine. <laughs> but I do like reading all the different yeah. ways we'll come up with to explain it. even mm-hmm.
0: about it. <laughs> I think she killed him because she had to. Yeah, or she thought she had, had to. Just because of the narrative and because he killed Dumbledore and that would be hard to deal with.
1: It was like Mm -hmm.
2: the final act in his redemption arc was to sacrifice himself. Especially (laughs) if he was
1: convinced that Harry was going to die. Like everything and all the reasons why he was doing what he was doing for Dumbledore, for Harry, to have lost Dumbledore and then Harry, like I just don't think he'd be able to emotionally carry that, you know, burden, like if that were the case Mm -hmm. to survive.
3: I mean, it would be the most interesting thing to, you know, see the aftermath if, if he's alive but it is I mean seven other books you know
0: but what do they say the author is dead
3: yeah death of the author yes
0: which yes. yeah we can do whatever we want all you fic writers can do whatever you want I'll just Absolutely. enjoy Absolutely. <laughs> I'll just enjoy reading mm-hmm. <laughs> okay do you want to talk about some fics
2: definitely yeah.
0: <laughs> okay evil being has some good stories there's one uh, called moonstone would you like to talk about that a little
3: bit I mean all I can say that it isn't Jamaica Snape you know <laughs> it's, No, it's a little ah, sad
2: <laughs> yes ah, it's,
3: yeah it's sad and I mean he lives, but it, it mm-hmm. is sad just be, be aware of that but yeah yeah I mean it's always interesting for me to, to deal with the aftermath what, what the author didn't do in the book because mm-hmm. if he leaves mm-hmm. it is a complicated thing you know I don't have I, I think anything to add to that but yeah yeah it is okay. always interesting for oh. me and, and I, I just like to read stories where, where he's alive mm-hmm. and it is complicated mm-hmm. <laughs> it is better if it is yes. complicated yeah
0: <laughs> very highly recommended thank you <laughs> <laughs> why hasn't everybody read it already i don't
2: know. <laughs> check it out as soon as we're done here okay
0: yeah <laughs> 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 okay pretty much i could have probably gone through my bookmarks and found all sorts of wonderful fix where he's lived but i kind of wanted to do it a little bit differently there is a tag called severus snape lives on ao3 and on our recs page i will have that sorted by kudos so mm-hmm. the ones with the most yeah. positive votes i guess you'd say yeah. which isn't necessarily the best way to find things but when mm-hmm. you're kind of doing that freestyle like
2: that yeah I usually sort things by bookmarks because I figure anything someone's like saving like that I'm like yes that's gotta be oh yes that's a great one like even if they're not they haven't read it yet they're saving it to read you Mm -hmm. know later or interested in it at the very least oh that sounds good
0: Mm -hmm. yeah that's
2: just how I usually do it if I'm Mm -hmm. looking for something kind of more vague and not specific I'll sort of yeah and some people do hits too because obviously people are there not everyone
1: leaves kudos Mm -hmm. or like have downloaded the Story and read it, and then never go back. You know what right. I mean? Like sometimes I'll download the EPUBs to read on my iPad, and then mm-hmm. I forget to go back and like comment and kudos, and I feel really bad about it. But it's like I'm just ingesting so much so quickly, and mm-hmm. it's just what happens. So that's also you know
0: a thing. Sure,
2: um, whatever people prefer to do. I figure,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, so, yeah. But it's it's good to hear different ways because
2: well, I never have looked at the Snape Lives tag, but most like I said, most things I read he is alive <laughs> anyway so i was thinking, right what what are things that i read that you would call you know snape lives? so something that post deathly hollows that have taken that into consideration so i did find a few if y'all want them yeah yes but obviously because it's me they're all snary <laughs> i know that's fine that's, right. that's what i got <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, one of my favorite fics of all time is called Reconciling Lily's Eyes by Persepolis 130. It's on walking the plank, and there's a sequel called Epilogue for Lily's Eyes. So it's like right after the war, Snape's alive. He's trying to like move on with his life. And then Harry just won't leave him alone, basically. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> he like literally follows him to the United States. <laughs> like, oh my oh wow. gosh. <laughs> so he's like very determined that yeah. they're reconcil- everything and it's basically you know they're very dysfunctional odd romance like falling in love despite the fact that Snape was a yeah. yeah. mom or is Snell still in love with his mom and all of his trauma and issues with James like them yeah. just overcoming all of that and even though yes. things are not perfect still falling in love so that's one of them and then another one that I really love is called Something to Remember So They Won't Forget by Rosette R and it's you know an eighth year story um, everyone trying to move on after the war and then there's also it's two stories by sweet samba one's called proto snape and the other's called pseudo prince and it's basically he survived but no one knows it and he just uses polyjuice to disguise himself Mm -hmm. and then Mm -hmm. it just comes to light when harry is trying to develop some wizarding heroes action figures oh my (laughs) (laughs) and they're trying to do a snape action figure and that's how they Ah! kind of so Oh my god, <laughs> it's That's really so good. So uh, I will, I will obviously give you all the links for those ones, but those are some ones that I really love. That I would uh-huh. consider to be that sort of Snape lives, where it takes the Deathly Hollows into account and mm-hmm. surviving in spite of it. So yeah, just some Snary goodies if anyone is interested. Oh, absolutely. Well, send you know. send me those. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll go put them yeah. in the server in the Snary channel. Yeah, for sure.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yes, please do.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the ones I found on that uh, Severus Snape Lives tag is called The Light in the Fog by Turtle Wexler. And it's really entertaining. Basically, it's 10 years after the war and Severus develops amnesia and he can't remember anything after he heard the prophecy in the house. Oh, wow. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So he forgot pretty much most of everything. Wow.
0: So it's really interesting. I'm really enjoying it. Did you have another one? Or Megs? do you have?
1: Yeah, one in particular just because it's one of my favorites that I read over and over again. It's called Uh Andrew 38 by Hippocrates Four Sixty. It's a fun, like, fluffy obviously, like, post-Hogwarts AU where Snape actually opens up a yoga studio, and he's a yoga teacher. So it's, like, his way of getting rid of all the negative energy, but essentially Harry is post-divorce with Ginny and makes this account on essentially a wizard, like, grinder account. And they start talking to each other unaware that it's the other person and eventually when oh. Harry discovers it like it alludes to them having a history which to me like it's missing something there like everyone's like oh of course you guys are together I'm like why do you think that I need to know that but but overall it's very sweet it's very fun and then of course it's got some sexy phone sex and, and eventual you know what not <laughs> but I love that fic so much it's not like anything I've really read too much uh, to get kind of without being full-on Muggle-AU it was just like them trying to figure out a life aside from being Harry Potter aside from being Severus Snape and finding each other regardless of knowing who each other were so I love that one and I just picture Snape in
3: yoga pants and I love it same <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> that exactly mm.
1: yeah because I think his photo was like him like bent over in some sort of like downward dog something but his face was kind um. of covered so Harry's just like ooh Someone flexible priorities. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I really, I really enjoyed that
0: one. Oh, well, that's great. Um, I found an old Reddit thread with some ricks for fanfiction.net, and I'll post that. And one of them was "Miles to Go Before I Sleep" by Renaro. Basically, what would have <laughs> happened if Voldemort had understood the defeat, not death, conferred mastery of the Elder Wand and mm-hmm. did not kill Snape? And what of all the stray Death Eaters? Jake Hair forgot to mention, like. Mm-hmm. Bella Lestrange's husband, who is really PO'd, basically wanting to get revenge. So that's the very interesting story. And it's one where he doesn't give Harry the memories. He sends his Patronus with Lily's voice. So Harry thinks it's from his mom. And it tells him he has to die. So he goes and he does that. and mm-hmm. You know, everything happens except everybody thinks Snape's a bad guy. And yeah, he almost gets lynched and so on. So it's, it's more spy stuff, which Which is good. He goes back undercover.
1: Yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So that's what I got.
1: And of course Dan Puff and I love Pacify. obviously <laughs> it's just easy mm-hmm. to say which essentially is a rewrite of book yes. five onward and past which is you know and how it also shows how he survived which is great too so
0: that's a really mm-hmm. great series yeah I just finally got caught up with that last week nice it's yeah it's I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of words there are but a so lot. many
1: <laughs> it's, it's,
0: <laughs> it's worth every one of them so.
1: yeah every time she's asked it's like do you do you Know when you're gonna finish? It's like I have a plan, but it's like it. It just we don't know when that that is. So it's, mm-hmm. it's which is fine. Give us more. The great.
0: <laughs> well yeah. If there's if there's more plots to mm-hmm. to put into it. And yeah. In that case, the way Snape lived was that Harry caused the Shrieking Shack to blow up before Voldemort could kill him. Before yeah. he could sick Nagini on him. Yeah. So yep, he has and, one of his. And emotional then, so, explosions.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Wild magic, which is a whole interesting thing of its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how long we've been talking.
1: Well, at least 55 minutes, 11 55. So, okay.
0: I guess I think we covered everything in there. Yeah. Talking points. So, but I
1: guess kind of just as a fun thing that I want to ask everybody is if Snape were to completely either fake his death or decide to separate himself from the wizarding world, what do you think he would do? do like where do you think he would go and what do you think he would do like me personally I love the fact that he would open a yoga studio (laughs)
2: like I just think that's so Uh, great
0: yeah
2: (laughs) I don't know like if he stepped away from the wizarding world altogether I don't know I like those Muggle AUs where he's like a chemistry teacher so if he did something Mm -hmm. like chemistry oh yeah professions Mm -hmm. I don't know I think just research somewhere he's very smart he likes knowing things I could see him doing something scientific or just research, writing, just constantly learning more and building himself up and doing more. So, Or
3: influencing mm-hmm. like
1: muggle medicine and trying to help advance those findings, which is really cool to think about too.
3: Did you read Second mm-hmm. Life? Because it is something he does in that fic. It is one of my favorites, you know, it is a snack, so be aware oh, of that. But yes, it is uh-huh. post-war and he indeed worked in medicine in that one. He's a oh, scientist, nice. you know.
1: Yeah, I have, I have <laughs> (laughs) haven't read that but i yeah i love that can you get us a link for that
3: okay yes i I, I will yeah 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 all right
0: and you know him doing research and everything is so much more noble than just having a bookstore Mm -hmm. but i can see him doing that and kind of retiring Mm -hmm. from everything
2: yeah just relaxing and not having to worry about anything and he can still do reading there and be that cantankerous shop owner Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) find his
1: bliss like do everything for Severus and not for other people for once.
0: Mm-hmm. And then he'd get bored and I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, or, or,
0: or somebody comes <laughs> along and gets him sucked back into the magical world.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I, I don't know that he would stay away forever, even yeah. if he'd go yeah. back to the eyes or something. I could see him mm-hmm.
1: going away and like without anyone knowing, developing the neck potions tech. Instead of just using advanced potion making, like obviously he made it better. And then creating a new potion text to then, you know, Ooh. put out there and then maybe become famous because of it, which would be is really fun too. I love that. Mm-hmm.
0: So many things.
2: So many possibilities. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can be whatever you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Especially him. Not only does he deserve, yeah. it, but he's got the skills, he's got the drive. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. He could actually, you could tell me he does, he's doing anything and I'd be like, yep, that sounds about right.
0: One of my, I keep bringing up zigadenus but on egg after he's basically rescued he manages an art space I guess mm. you know where various artists rent you know it's a big warehouse type thing and he does that and he reads science fiction compulsively nice and mm. he has lots of plants but he has no wand so anything he does is pretty much wandless mm. it's just I don't know another interesting way of him That's
2: pretty neat. yeah
3: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Like the idea of him oh. reading science fiction novels <laughs> yeah
3: same yeah. <laughs> you know um, him doing anything pointless it's a little joy for me <laughs> because he didn't have any time for that in his life you know yeah mm-hmm.
1: right exactly yeah yeah <laughs>
0: of course he needs to have love in his life too right
1: yeah or yeah
0: because I don't know (laughs) I know his always that's a whole other show that we could have is absolutely the nature of his relationship with Lily Mm -hmm. you know especially after she's been gone for years and years yeah how does somebody keep that going and yeah and once he's basically redeemed himself by protecting Harry until it's time for him to die right right and again some to fulfill his destiny is that something he can then put on a shelf? I think he should.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Agreed, yeah. <laughs> I think he would need to, you know, to live, it yeah. would be necessary to, to do that, but yeah, I don't know okay. how so okay.
2: move yeah. on to live to be happy with the yes. life he has
0: okay well i think we've pretty much covered this i'm sure i'll think of five things that i wish i had said but always
2: yeah
1: <laughs> but we did good we did good we can't do everything but yeah this yeah. was great yeah well
0: i appreciate everybody joining us
1: yeah Megs,
0: dan puff evil bean Thank and you. this is Snape-centric. Bye everybody
1: bye we'll see bye. you next time bye, bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed the discussion portion of our show. Thanks to everyone for joining in. Now we have an interview with the amazing author, Evil Bean. Enjoy. welcome evil bean today we'll be asking some questions and reading from
3: her work so tell us a little bit about yourself so i'm 36 so i'm a little old <laughs> for fandoms no you're not <laughs> I, so I'm you're, old. you're too nice <laughs>
0: you're too no nice. i am I'm, I'm a couple decades on that so
3: <laughs> i mean you you're fine because i don't think really <laughs> there is an age you know for fandoms but yes uh, also <laughs> youth you know around <laughs> so yeah 36 for me and so for the boring part of it I work in medical research, clinical trials I'm only saying that because it is quite a demanding job and sometimes it is hard for me to find time you know for nice stuff like fandoms and writing and things like that so yeah And actually it's a little funny that I work in medical research because I have a PhD in chemistry so really it wasn't meant to be you know (laughs) and potions always Mm -hmm. and I live in south of France and the awful accent right now the French accent that I, I despise but you uh, oh. think it's funny so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good okay I like to write silly stories about mainly several Snape and I share them with random strangers on the internet and that's a weird hobby for you yeah how long have you been a writer so it's a dreaded question right <laughs> yes I know <laughs> I'm sure the writer <laughs> and I needed to think about this one so yeah my answer will be a little long so about that, Raven Cloyer, no, you know. I really thought about it. <laughs> and so, if you mean a writer as in a person who writes stuff, I think my first writing stories were when I was around 11, 12 years old, I think, something mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I remember writing a lot of silly stories, mainly original stories at, at this time when I was in middle school. I think that's equivalent for you <laughs> because, you know, school systems, I had to translate uh, that also. <laughs> so, yes. 11, 12 middle school, right? Yes. Okay. And I also wrote a lot of poetry when I was a teenager. So yes, uh, I was a cliche teenager who wrote poetry, <laughs> a lot of them. And if we are talking talking more about making out stories, I think I've always been doing that. I like to play make-believe when I was a child and I was always making up stories and playing in my bedroom, uh, <laughs> things like that. I, I mean, I didn't really need anyone <laughs> to play with me, to be honest. and. Uh, I, I'm an only child, so maybe that was the reason why at first, I don't know. But yes, I, I was always daydreaming a lot and playing and inventing stories in my head. And to be honest, I still do it to this day. So I'm old, but I'm still a child you know, inside. <laughs> I'm always making up stories and I do these things that I know now a lot of people do. Actually, I didn't know that when I was young, but yeah, when I'm in my bed just before going to sleep, when the light is off, I tend to think about stories and characters and plots and Hmm. some of them end up being written later on but most of them don't to be honest and yes I always do that and I think as far as I can remember I I did it as a very young child so yes (laughs) there's that (laughs) and now about fanfictions I mean for that it began where I think it was yes also my daydreaming habits for that I was you know watching TV shows or reading a book or things like that and I started to write some things about them and I mean a lot of people have similar stories I think about that Mm -hmm. and I would always make up stories with those wonderful characters and I mean usually I only need that one character that I obsessed about you know (laughs) and it's all I need to write a story about it so yeah that's my story for being a writer now that's that's a great story I mean I'm not sure it's really original you know (laughs) but Um, yes (laughs) it 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 sounds like you have such a rich inner life yes I I think so you know I, I think I'm always always thinking about some stories. I'm not really in the real world, you know, in my head. It's good for stories, but not for some other stuff, as you can imagine.
0: (laughs) So how did you come
3: into the Snape Dome? Yeah, so I've always been a Snape girl. I remember reading the first Harry Potter books. And from the beginning, from book one, you know, I <laughs> thought he was so funny, you know. Yes. <laughs> I just loved the way he talk and speak, and everything he was saying was always so funny to me. And yes, he, he was, I mean, really mean to Harry. But mm. even as a child, it wasn't really a problem for me. I, I found it, you know, it was delightful for me to read every scene in which uh, there was Snape from mm-hmm. the beginning I just found him yeah. delicious you know as a character yeah. I think yeah even book one <laughs> uh-huh. from the beginning for me and yeah. then after that we we had more books and he got even more interesting I think because maybe mm. I wouldn't be a Snape girl if it was only that he was funny and anything right now I don't know really but the mystery around him was really fascinating to me oh yes and I'm sure it's the same for you but uh, I could sense that there was more to him and mm. I remember in particular at, at the end end of book three I think that was the beginning of my real obsession with him because I remember mm-hmm. reading you know the last scene uh, after the Shrieking Shack in that book when they are I think in the hospital wing. I think yeah mm-hmm. and you have Snape that is you know, screaming at everyone <laughs> and Harry I think thought at that moment that Snape looks something like unhinged or something like that and I was you know captivated by, by that I thought it was such an novel reaction you know at first reading yes and i really really wanted to know why 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 Mm -hmm. he was like that and i was sure there was something behind that and i was right of course Mm -hmm. (laughs) so kudos to (laughs) to myself as a child but yeah and i think it was the beginning of the obsession (laughs) right here and yeah after that i started doing fandom online and of course when you're online in fandoms it doesn't it doesn't help you know with (laughs) obsession so yeah i'm still a fangirl right now for snape (laughs) yeah me too (laughs) I mean, it doesn't go away like that, you know. No. What's your favorite
0: format to write?
3: So I'm. Um, I think about this one too, and of course, my answer is a little complicated because I I can't really just give you a one answer <laughs> and leave it at that. But yes, so I think about it, and I think first I'm better. I think at middle-length one-shots. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest thing to write for me. Like Moonstone, for example, it's easiest for me to write something like that around I don't know five, eight. Words, something like that. Mm -hmm. Just one self-contained story, it's better for me. But I experienced, you know, with trouble last year. So I have like one trouble (laughs) in my R3 account. It was last year. And I really, really enjoyed that. I was surprised by that, to be honest, because I tried it just to try it, (laughs) to be honest. And yes, it was really enjoyable. And I think for that, it was searching for the right word at the exact right place, because my trouble was like 100 words Exactly, and the challenge that, of that was really, really delicious. Also, you know, oh, yeah. but my issue is that, and the reason why I didn't write more after mm-hmm. that is that I don't read Drupal myself. <laughs> so, uh, uh, really, yeah, I feel like it's a little self-indulgent, you know, to write things that you wouldn't read. I don't know why I feel like that, but yeah, yes, uh, I didn't write more. But maybe sometimes just to to you know, <laughs> please myself. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I will do more. I don't know, uh-huh. and as you know, I also sometimes write multi-chapter fics, so like that The Full Snape Boy, mm-hmm. and this isn't really the easiest format for me, I'm struggling with that, and you know, you have to plan a little more for that, and be a little organized, you can't really yeah. punch it. <laughs> I tend to do that. So yeah, it's a way of learning for me, this one. And it's a personal challenge and I really like it. And especially in English, but I think I'm getting better at it, actually. So that's very good for me. And I'm learning along the way, you know, with that one, (laughs) with a multi-chapter novelish story. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So that was my long, complicated answer for you. (laughs) Oh,
0: good answer. Do you write about other main characters or fandoms?
3: Currently, I'm not writing for other fandoms or, I mean, even other characters. Actor, to be honest maybe i will mm-hmm. but uh, yeah but i did in the past because as i explained earlier i, I tend to obsess uh, over things so yeah <laughs> and i remember actually i wrote some fanfics about house and Doctor Who also mm-hmm. i'm don't think they are you, you can't find them right now and it's better for everyone i think <laughs> oh. <laughs> because <laughs> it was in french at the oh. time and it's lost in the internet right now <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> thank god <laughs> For that. Yeah. But you know actually I I always wrote something like that. When I was younger I remember writing things, really silly things. Some really embarrassing ones too. And I mean I did write some <laughs> fanfic about silly soaps my grandmother was watching and things like that. Some old TV shows at my parents and you know really oh. embarrassing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that. Yeah. Not only for Harry Potter.
0: Originally you wrote your stories in French which is your native language. What factors led you
3: to change to English? So um, that's really interesting because actually it was a journey for me (laughs) to to end up really being able to write in English. And, you know, because at the beginning, everything was in French for me. I started reading Harry Potter in French. I mean, I can't do that now, which is funny. (laughs) It is Mm -hmm. only in English for me now, but at the beginning, of Mm -hmm. course, it was in French. I mean, I was maybe 11 or 12, so yeah. And my English was even, you know, worse than now (laughs) (laughs) at the time. Good. so so yes uh, it was all in French and all of my old stories are lost now on French forums and such things but everything was in French and I mean I think some of them survived on fanfiction.net the so latest stories but really really mm-hmm. not a lot and you know what happened really is that I started to read in English and I think at the beginning it was because uh, I wanted to read more stuff <laughs> to get access mm-hmm. to more stuff sure. because i have already read you know all the french ones <laughs> that i wanted to mm-hmm. read so i started you know searching for english english stuff i think i learned english that way to be honest so yeah <laughs> that and tv shows you know and yeah and little by little what happens is that my brain started to go to get really messed up with it because everything i was reading and uh, all of my fandom life was in english at one point mm-hmm. and suddenly i found myself you know incapable of writing in French anymore oh. so yes it was awful <laughs> it is really oh. um, yeah it was awful for me and I don't know if other people that are non- non-native non speaker, you know of English um, share that story but for me it was awful because I couldn't yet write in English you know I, my English wasn't good enough for me to write in English but I was consuming everything in English so my brain couldn't uh, do it in French it, you know it soon it didn't write in French anymore I was even making up my stories you know my daydreaming, like I call it uh-huh. in, in English at that time, but I couldn't uh-huh. write really. So yes, uh-huh. it was a horrible time. And I I think it was my, the longest writer block I, I've ever had for fan fiction. It was like uh-huh. two to three years without mm-hmm. being able to write anything. Okay. And yeah. And of course, eventually I tried it in English because I just needed to write something. And I think it was like four years ago, something like that. And one of my friends pushed me a little. I think she will, she will listen to it. So Thank you, Alex, for that. (laughs) She pushed me a little and I started to write in English. At first, it was painful and I was struggling a lot because, uh, I mean, I wasn't good at it. And it's still a struggle. It's not perfect, but it's getting better. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I can write in English without without English being, you know, between me and the story. So that's good. I mean, even if Mm -hmm. I I have to edit it a lot after that, I can write, you know, easily in English. So that's perfect for me. Well,
0: it's great for us too. <laughs>
3: I mean, to be honest, it's great for me too because it was really frustrating not being able to write for me. Oh, oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, and you know, that way I'm better at English now. (laughs) Not perfect, but better, believe me. You're you're so good now.
0: (laughs) You're a master of angst. Um, Did you come by it naturally or did Snape bring it out in you? So
3: I don't think it came from Snape. I really think it came from me, (laughs) to be (laughs) honest. It is the (laughs) other way around for that. Yeah, because um, as you know, I was always fascinated by Snape but I think mm-hmm. the reason why is because he's a very angsty character you know Yes. <laughs> and I like them <laughs> apparently mm-hmm. and when I think about you know all the characters i obsess obsessed about uh, they're all really angsty and complicated and I've got a type really so yes I think it was in that order more <laughs> and you know even when I was imagining uh, silly stuff about I don't know my grandma silly soaps, I turned mm-hmm. everything into are angst. <laughs> I found some things uh, not so long ago about that, and it was just so funny for me to, to read something so angsty about silly, silly <laughs> stops that my grandma was watching at the time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and yeah, angst for me, it, it's a curse, really. Uh, I think it's me putting it into the characters and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a little silly and weird because I'm not really an, ex, an angsty person in real life. I'm not like mm-hmm. that. I'm really enthusiastic and not really. Right. Uh, I, yeah, I think, I don't know. You like angst too, I think? What is it for you? Oh, yes.
0: I don't know. I guess I like hurting.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I think for me, it <laughs> is cathartic, you know. It's cathartic <laughs> to, to it write. It is a
0: catharsis, yes.
3: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like you, I don't want to analyze it, you know, too deeply because it's <laughs> a little scary. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to know why, really. Yeah. That's yeah, so what makes us enjoy it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy flushing right now, you know, blushing for you. <laughs> In your
0: wonderful but somber Moonstone, Sirius is convinced to take in an ill snake to St. Mungo's. How did you come up with this premise?
3: So Moonstone, <laughs> it's a funny one. And you're lucky because I, I actually remember how it was created, the first word about it anyway, mm-hmm. when I came out with the story and the start of it. Uh, so I was actually at the back of a motorcycle, you know, in Paris. <laughs> so that's interesting. And for a little bit of context here for my job, I tend to, you know, travel a lot across France mm-hmm. and I'm always, you know, in a plane or a train or a taxi. And when I'm in Paris, because Paris is a nightmare where, when you, you try to go anywhere by car, I tend to use taxis that are bike. <laughs> it's it's easier that way. And yes, so it was uh, on the back of one of, the, of those bikes that I, I started to daydream about the, the start of Moonstone as a story. And I did it for quite some time because I tend to have have recurrent daydreams and every time I was at the back of some of those bikes I would think about that story again I don't really know why but since we discussed that earlier you and me uh-huh. apparently now that I think about it uh, I think the, the story about Snape being ill. you know maybe it was because when I'm working and I'm traveling I'm visiting hospitals talking to doctors and reading sad patients' files to be honest and maybe that was the influence here yeah I didn't uh-huh. think about about that before saying your questions you know <laughs> before discussing uh-huh. this with you but yeah it seems interesting I think maybe it came that way to me and you know that was the first step for Moonstone so just a little more of daydreaming and me coming out with stories in my head but uh, then one day not I mean a little time after that but not too much I started to write it write it I mean on my iPad I think uh, when I was on a train or plane something like that after work and it was a little late I remember that but yes I just write I just wrote to you know the, the beginning of it because that's all I had at the time just the beginning mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the beginning of the story for some reason and once it was written I just forgot about it because <laughs> that's how it works <laughs> mm-hmm. I just needed to put it on paper it when it, it was my iPad so t- no paper but yeah mm-hmm. and I forgot about it and sometimes after that I just found my notes I think it was like a year later something like that and yeah and I I just thought about it and wanted to write it and it took me yes less than two days to write so it was really really quick and it mm-hmm. just came out of me like it was already written oh. <laughs> which oh. was magical you know it, oh, oh. That, that isn't something that happened really often so mm-hmm. yes i think that's the reason why I, I love this one that's the you know the process of writing it was just magical and easy and mm-hmm. yeah it was so so interesting so yes <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how it came to be for you uh-huh. oh, it is so good I can't say enough words about it I mean thank you yeah <laughs> I'm blushing again you know I'm not too <laughs> good with the compliments here but I'm I mean I'm so glad that people like my my stories you know yes <laughs> it makes me happy I know it is a little <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it's a happy feeling in that awful snake boy
0: which is a long fic that you're working on Minerva McGonagall takes up the guardianship of a young Severus was
3: this to finally give the poor kid a break you know it totally was <laughs> so- <laughs> I feel seen yeah. right now yes uh, so this week he, it's totally me indulging myself mm-hmm. you know I just wanted him to be happy I think <laughs> so you I mean you're totally right on this yes. one mm-hmm. and actually for this one it's funny because I didn't exactly plan to write it at first oh. I actually I wanted to read something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted the oh, happy yes. feeling you know <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I couldn't find anything that was close to what I wanted to read so uh-huh. yes I I just decided to write it myself as you Uh do. And I mean, to be honest, I still want to read it more (laughs) than I want to write it. But you know, now it, now I'm on it. No, I mean, I'm joking because I'm actually having a good time with it. I just struggled with the last chapter, so I'm a little bitter about that right now. But yeah, (laughs) it was, it was good. Uh. Yeah. And you know, sometimes even when you're like me and like you apparently, and you like (laughs) angsty stories, Mm -hmm. sometimes you you just want your favorite character to to be happy. You know? Yeah. And yeah. It was exactly that for this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And there's still some
0: angst, but mostly because of Severus, I say. I
3: mean, his view he... of the world is not, is yeah. really, yeah, it's distorted, you know. <laughs> He's not experiencing the world as it is, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perseverus is yeah. looking it's... for, you know, things to attack him when there are none. <laughs> (laughs) Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's a little. It's getting better though. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It is a little angsty because you know it is one of my my stories and I can't do anything else apparently. (laughs) You know, I tried fluff. I can't. (laughs) It's always ends sad. You know. (laughs) But yes, there's a a lot of comfort also in this one. I think. Mm -hmm. I hope. much um, more, t- more to, yeah. to come, obviously. Uh-huh. What are your future plans for Snape? So, you know, more for Little Severus in <laughs> that full Snape Boy, obviously, because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I just published, uh, you know, like uh, the, the last chapter uh, this week, I think. And yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still working on that. And I have other ideas. And I mean, so there's that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, I just write on, uh, a little thing, little Snapey thing <laughs> for the Rare Pair Fest. Yes, I see. I think it will be published in some months uh, like January or something like that so yeah but it is already done and so we Uh will have that for later and it is angsty of course (laughs) so so you're worried about that yeah Uh I have other projects at all times uh, in various state of progress to be honest Mm -hmm. and most of them are still in my head (laughs) but some of them are already in some kind of form (laughs) somewhere Uh but yes I can't really talk about it because um, you know it, it isn't about spoilers because uh, it's mm-hmm. not that important what I'm writing but oh. it's more because I, I don't I don't know I don't always know what will end up published so I can't really mm-hmm. tell you because if I if I am excited about something right now and I talk about it and I never published it it's not interesting <laughs> for you you know oh. yeah <laughs> and where can we find you online so to find me online if you ever want to I don't know why uh, you can find me on io3 obviously at uh, Evil Bean because it is my pen name there and I still have my hold account on you know um, fanfiction.net and I tend to publish on both the new stories so yes and I, I am under Naty1 on this one <laughs> mm-hmm. and also on Tumblr of course at Zatoful Snapeboy without spaces so yes it's a mess <laughs> I promise one oh. day I will work on that but yes <laughs> oh, you're such Difference. a friendly person <laughs> Yes, but you know, it is. I'm lazy too, to be oh. honest for things like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. But it's not good to mm-hmm. have, you know, I'm not, a, I, I don't have the same name for each one of them. So, yeah, it's a little right. confusing for everyone, even mm-hmm. for myself, because I don't remember always, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> and we will have links up on our website. Thank you for that. sure.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, you know, it's easier, yeah. All, it's, all her stories are highly recommended, by the way. <laughs> and then, I'm, if you don't mind, I'll read some passages from your
3: stories. That will be interesting (laughs) to listen to it. Yeah. I will mute myself just to not disturb you. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you don't have to do that. No, you know, just to, because I will make sound, you know, (laughs) just (laughs) listening to it. Yeah. You know, it's weird to write something and listen to it later on.
0: Yeah, I I bet it is. (laughs) This is an extract from Moonstone. Sirius's attention was distracted from Snape when a dark heavy cat jumped unexpectedly on his lap already purring. Sirius giggled softly at the soft animal cheek. At least one resident in that awful house was welcoming, petting the cat with gusto. Its fur was very soft and thick, with its eyes big and of the greenest green. Sirius drank his tea in silence. cup was chipped, but the tea was surprisingly good. It tasted of bergamot and general citrusiness. Seeing Snape reappear in the kitchen, he couldn't help but ask, what's its name? Pointing to the cat, still purring on his lap, and currently busy trying to headbutt the hand holding the cup with a little too much enthusiasm. She's Moonstone. She's my cat. I figured as much, Snape, although I have to say that this is a very friendly cat, considering. And what's that even supposed to mean? Snape was staring menacingly at him. He looked genuinely offended by the comment, and Sirius couldn't help but laugh openly at the silliness of it all. Had he just offended Snape by saying that his cat was too friendly for him? I'm not going to hurt your cat, Snape. Relax, will you? Snape stayed still for a little while, before replying softly, as softly as his broken voice allowed anyway, while staring at the oblivious animal. You better know, she's a good cat. He sounded deadly serious, too. Sirius pinched himself to make sure he wasn't dreaming the whole thing up. Okay, so this is the beginning or near the beginning of the story. Yes, yes, it is at the beginning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And thank you
3: for that. It was really lovely reading. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Yeah, this finds Snape and Sirius having some common ground.
3: Yes. You know, I I think because it is post-war and, you know, really, I don't remember the setting exactly. I know I calculated it at the time, but (laughs) I don't remember right now. But it is some years after the end of the war and Mm -hmm. both of them are, you know, a little broken. A little yes. or a lot even. Yeah. And I think that was um, the idea here, to make them see common ground. Mm-hmm. Because after all of that, I think maybe they can't find their anger anywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it's in the past now. So yeah, they are a little more civil to each other mm-hmm. <laughs> in this one. And I mean, yeah. you know, Snape isn't well in, the, in this one. So I think Sirius can't really be nasty to him <laughs> right now. Right. Yeah, that would be
0: kicking him when he's down.
3: Yeah, exactly. And you know, with a cat, you, you have to, to be nice. Oh, yes. The oh, cat yeah. is nice. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> it's helping. <laughs> All
0: right. now, this is from that awful snake boy. She would often think about this discussion in future years, that quiet discussion in the headmaster's office. Only Poppy and Albus there, and that wonderful bergamot tea that they used to drink together in the evening while discussing diverse school matters. How strange and how telling in the end that it was her and that horse, Slughorn, discussing the possible abuse case that was ever a third year Slytherin. At the time, it had been a very uncomfortable situation for all of them. No need to be around the bush here. It wasn't a welcome sensation, something like a diffuse itching guilt. It was a little sore on their conscience, being suddenly aware that they deeply wished for all to be taken care of as soon as possible. If only not to have to think about the unlikable boy for any extended period of time. It was acutely eye-opening for Minerva to realize that sometimes we don't have to like the ones that need us the most, for us to help them, and in a sense, this was a truer test of our hearts. It had all happened on Wednesday, 3rd of September, 1973. She committed the date to memory. She would always be amazed that this discussion could have taken place in the first place. If the boy hadn't been unconscious, would they even have learnt anything before it was too late? Surely in some cold alternate universe, that awful snake boy was left to fend for himself in the world. And what would his life have been then? A darker thought was that she wasn't sure who would have been hurt the most, the hostile little boy or the rest of the world.
3: Thank you again. Yeah, that's
0: last little bit. It's like, yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, I couldn't help myself. Sometimes I need to to end with a punch, you know, mm-hmm. to call back to canon. Yeah, I think. Yeah. 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 I think this is a prologue of the story actually. This one, mm-hmm. this particular extract. Yeah. And it's very interesting to listening to, to you, you know, reading out loud because I can see right now some sentences that are that are a little too long. <laughs> I want to edit right now, oh. <laughs> hearing you reading it. Yeah, it's funny. I, uh, I should read it. No, no, no. Don't, absolutely not. Do not apologize for that. It's me. I should really sometimes try to read it out loud, I think. Yeah. Oh. And yes, we can also see my little obsession with Bergamot in here. <laughs> I became aware of that in last chapter, actually, of that full Snake Boy. But things oh. the two extracts, you know, the one from Moonstone before and this one, I I can see that it is an old issue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's a little Easter egg from you to it, the reader.
3: <laughs> it is, you know, it is. I mean, I already had bergamot in some old French thick, you know. <laughs> so yes, I have a problem with that. But I mean, it smells delicious, right? It does. So, yeah. Pearl gray
0: tea, yes. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's very good. And I tend to drink it when I am writing. So I mean, maybe oh. that's the reason why. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, so when we read that, we can think of you writing with
3: your cup of tea. Exactly and the sound of the rain (laughs) that's
0: wonderful (laughs) well thank you so much for joining us again evil bean i mean thank you for having me (laughs) again we'll have links to her stories on the website uh, that's snipechatpodcast.com and we'll uh, talk to you again soon And this is it for Snape Chat Episode 7. Find links in the show notes for Evil Bean, Thick Rex, and more. Let us know what you think. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Tumblr and Twitter, or send us an email or voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to check out Care of Magical Shippers podcast. Thanks for listening in. Until next time, stay snarky.